Hey, it's Kelsey. And Kaylin. You're listening to Two Without a Clue. New episodes every Friday by 5 p.m. Happy Friday. Hello. How was your week? It was okay. Yeah? Same old, same old. We just got over sickness. Um, It just came back, but... Oh, yeah. And Charlie doesn't have lice. Nice. For anyone who is, like, concerned. Yeah. It's just Andrew. Just Andrew. And Jackie's a man, so... (laughs) That's all there is to that story. We love a good man swine. (laughs) Right. God. Um, He was like, I don't think that's what it is, but it just looks like the pictures. And I'm like, well... Okay. But it can't be the same thing. It's either one or the other. Right. I mean... And we then slapped some tea gel on her head and... Oh, good. Hey, nice. You can't have no cookie butter, Mr. Heaney. Would you like to say hello? Say hello. Tell him. Maybe. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. My cat is being a little friendly today because we are not <laughs> in our usual spot. And he's like, excuse me. This is... This is my domain. This is out of the ordinary for me. Hi. Um, you can get up here and chill. You can be our guest. We would this, love that. This Friday. Speaking of guests... um. After last week's episode, um, I actually ended up, it's kind of funny. So me, Jenna, and Kelsey have this group chat where we just like go over our episodes and talk about some recap. And the first thing Jenna said was, I'm going to send Coach B our episode. Well, I thought that's what we were doing anyway. So I like sent it. And I was like, y'all, do you, do, does no one run anything by me first? You know. I was like, just going to hopefully... Because I just, I'm doing it thinking nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to hear it. Right. And then y'all are doing that. And I'm like, oh. JK. Okay. JK. All right. Well, that, that's fine. It's not like I wouldn't say it to his face, but uh, I needed to be prepared. But he loved it. He definitely was thrilled, had a blast from the past. And he talked mm-hmm. about um, some friendships that he like still has and you know, he quit teaching back in 2013, and he's doing all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, he's agreed to be one of our first guests of 2023. So I think that that is awesome. So that'll be fun. Super excited. He has a lot of really cool resources. And again, he does a ton of awesome stuff. Um, and I'm excited and to catch also, up with him. Um, so about lot. eating healthy and stuff. That too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. also about like eating healthy and mental health and I don't know. He was just always cool. So Looking good. Let's too. just have. We're just gonna do like a little catch up thing. Mm-hmm. A little catch up. I mean, I'll be drooling the whole time, but nah. I'll be thrilled. Honestly, though, it re- it really says a lot. Like when you take care of yourself, like you look good. Like you give exactly. off a good energy. Yep. You like act very positively. Like that's just like a healthy person moves in mm-hmm. healthy ways. Very true. Very true. Sorry, right. this is you witnessing my trichotillomania. Oh. Did you see what I just did? Yes. That's my ritual. Well, what do you, why are you doing that? Because, I don't know. I do it all the time. But really? I don't have a necessary reason to do it at this point. I've been doing it so long. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, sometimes I just do it randomly. Sometimes I'm doing it for a reason. That yeah. was a random one. Okay. It wasn't even like I, I wasn't even thinking about it, but I noticed that once I had it through my teeth. That you might be like, what the fuck is she doing? You know, I wouldn't even pay attention oh, because okay. sometimes I sound like a skipping CD. So I'm, I'm like, I'm doing oh. it one handed. If I had two hands, I wouldn't have had to do that. But I just use uh, my front two teeth to like, as a second hand, to yeah. get it wrapped around my 
finger so I can break it. So you have to pull out the hair, wrap, and then break. Mm -hmm. And it's a ritual every time. Mm -hmm. Nice. And if I don't do that, like it, say I pull out a hair and I don't break it. You're going to be thinking about that. And it gives me anxiety. Mm. And then you think about all this stuff that's going to go wrong because you didn't take that action. Yes. That's Ooh. what OCD is. Mm. That's what I, that's, this is, these are my problems that stemmed from my childhood trauma. Okay. The OCD and then the trichotillomania. And that started at like four or five. Speaking of that, you know, like the holidays are coming up and a, and a lot of people are talking about like how their moms were. Man, that just played into this so well. Yeah, it really did. Honestly, like. I'm so ready. Yeah. So moms, we don't talk about it enough that there is a such thing as a deadbeat mom. Like there is a such thing as a mom that doesn't like reach out, help out, do what they're supposed to do as far as like being a mom. And that's not something that's highlighted enough. I think we shift a lot of focus on the dads and granted like yeah we should but there should be equal accountability for both and you know as for me like my nana raised me because my mom died um but my nana had custody of me for a bit off and on because of my mom's addiction mm -hmm. and so like had to grow and reprove herself for me to live with her again and seeing that effort is why like I never wanted to go through that, like, as a parent. So I just never put myself in the position to lose my kids. And, like, right, I'm exactly. not saying not to be rude or hateful or anything. No, but that's like, just the fact of the matter. Like, I just, I, I'm very That's thankful. another thing I want to clarify. If anything that we say, like, triggers you or, you know, sparks some sort of emotion, then you need to look into that. Of course. You know? Yeah. Like, and obviously not everyone's situation is the same. Of course, no. there's that crazy one-off of, like, I see all the time where, like, you'll go to take your kid into the doctor and then, like, you walk out losing custody because of, oh, like, shit. how broken yeah. down the system is. Like I've never experienced that. I, I personally haven't, um, but I remember a story a few years ago that that happened, and I just, like, I, ugh, I couldn't imagine. Well, they must have been really doing something wrong then because that's bad. It's crazy. It's crazy. But the reason why I bring that up is because that's happening like a lot where adults in my life, adultier adults are talking about their moms and like the reason that they do the things that they do. And for us having young children before we, before they grow up and how we're trying to like stop those generational cycles. Curses, yeah. yeah. Of mm -hmm. just, you know, abuse. Like, that's something that you've touched on um, yeah, in the past. Yeah, gentle parenting, what is it? I had um, Somebody posted something the other day, and it piqued my interest. Um, they were talking about, like, it, it said something like, um, I'm trying to gentle parent, but my kids aren't gentle hitting or something. Yeah. They're feral raccoons or something. <laughs> and I was like, gentle parenting is really nothing more than... <clears throat> trying to um, refrain from physically beating your kids. And then if you do yell at them after the fact, you need to get down on their level and explain to them why you got upset and why you'll try to be better in the future. You know, you can't just be like, because I said so and be a mm. fucking tyrant. And because that's how I was raised. It's because whatever I say goes, well, I'm a question. Well, I used to be a question asker, like when I was younger, like, okay, but why? You know, like, why is it what you say? I just want to know how it works. I want exactly. to know why these rules are in place. Yes. And um, 
for your protection. They didn't have whatever. a reason. Yeah. They didn't have anything to like back up why they were doing that. So kind of makes sense now. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to be that way with my kids. It's not going to be like, well, because I said so. Right. I know that Walker and Ezra, like, they're super questioners. Like, I'll tell them, like, hey, like, stop jumping off the stairs. And they'll ask me why a thousand times. And I just still keep having to say, like, because it's not safe. Because you will hurt yourself. Because You might break an ankle or something. And, like, I know that that, like, probably sounds really annoying. But for me, being told because I said so, so when I go into a workplace, if someone's telling me to do something that I shouldn't be doing, well, Mm -hmm. that's my supervisor. And because I said so, you're not teaching me boundaries or teaching me how to identify right from wrong. And that's just said right there. Like, that's the whole root cause to like why we are doing these things because we were raised and put in precarious situations because we weren't taught Figure it out for yourself and yeah. it's like mm, no i don't want to decode my parents rules i don't want to fucking decode like for one i'm an innocent child it's mm. not for me to figure out on my own like Preach. we were given parents people who you know made us for mm-hmm. a reason it's just strange to me I couldn't do the Ferber method of like sleep training, like where you just put them in the crib and let them cry and self-soothe because it's like, well, what the fuck do they have parents for then? Yeah. You think we just push them out and say, all right, go get a fucking job. <laughs> like it's time. We have to teach them and nurture them and love them and create a bond and a trust with them before we can be like, okay, now you need to like grow up a little bit. It wasn't until I had Walker that I realized that I was doing parenting wrong. Like I would just like cry and be like really frustrated and by my third kid like I had three kids and I still wasn't doing it right it it wasn't until like I just I looked at Ezra and I was like you're only like three years old and you're so overwhelmed and like that's my fault maybe not all your fault but maybe generational expectation of how I was raising him and what like you were handling it is just not what it needed to be and that's when I came to me Charlie Mm. it took uh like uh very big level up mentally emotionally going to therapy all that stuff which i realized it on my own but then i you know went to therapy and got the tools to um you know de-escalate myself whenever i'm feeling overwhelmed yeah overwhelmed and whatever so once i did that i got a pretty good handle on it but everybody has slip-ups your kids are gonna test you you're gonna have days where they're just not listening or doing <clears throat> whatever and then you're gonna have to yell i mean i yell and i threaten to spank and this that and the other but then later i come back and i'm like okay now y'all ready to listen <laughs> right that was me last night i like walker and ezra were just fighting over the stupidest shit and i like i constantly yes and i was just like shut Mine up too. i was like shut up Mine just shut too. up get away from each other just shut up are they four years apart five years just about yeah yeah and, charlie and sawyer four years apart <sighs> almost to the day and i'm just like wow would two years have made a difference if i had y'all closer together or like what is the problem Ethan and Ezra still, they fight, but it's a little bit different because Ezra is the same size as Ethan. So they're and like. It's definitely hmm. the age group, too, that they're Ezra and Walker are in. Yes. Like Charlie is seven and she wants all of her stuff a certain way. 
Mm. Ron Sawyer to play with her, but once Sawyer comes in there and moves her stuff, oh my. But that's not the game I wanted you to play with me. I wanted I, you to play it this and way said, and how I wanted listen, it. Listen, Charlie, if you want to play with your sister, you have to, you can't just make up the rules as you go to make oh it to my God, where you yes. because she's little. You have to let her win sometimes too, and actually like interact and play with her, not just boss her around mm. and. Tell her what to do, yeah. She's in her little three-nager stage, and she doesn't know how to keep her hands to herself, so she's whacking her in the face and pulling her hair, and Charlie does never, she doesn't do anything to provoke it either. She's Mm. literally just living her life, and Sawyer's like, that pisses me off! That's how Walker was when he was that age, and it came to Ezra, and he still has, like, so much resentment. He's like, I hate that kid. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, be like, y'all... Please just calm down. Just it's forgive. Not, it's not going to be like this in a few years, I promise. Y'all are going to love the shit out of each other. I know. And they really are. And that's what's so funny. And like, because they love each other like so much. Mm-hmm. But whenever they're together, they just cannot get along. That's the same with Walker and Ezra. I'm like, oh my God. The way that when one of them is not around, it's like, so, so when are they getting back? Uh-huh. I'm like, the dynamic, the love hate dynamic. I just wanted to play with them just for a little bit. I just wanted. Yeah, just they're wanted so to... nonchalant about it. They're like, mm, okay, well, no big deal. I just wanted to check the whole time they're thinking about them. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you guys could just have such a positive time, and it's like, it's just gonna take them getting older. And I think us taking the time to explain it to them like hey guys like so because nobody took the time to explain it to us no that is the main goal here see i didn't know that there was so much like hidden hostility between like me and some of my family members for a long time because of the expectations that were being put on them that i didn't know about because right that wasn't being taught in my house Mm-hmm. You know, like my grandmother was super focused on a ton of stuff. Like I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She was going to school and taking care of like my great grandma's house and her bills plus her own bills. And she was in the middle of like a gross divorce after my mom died. So it was like a Jeez. bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, my step grandpa right after my mom died, um, he like stole from her. He like stole her credit cards. What a, what a convenient time. Exactly. Huh? Wow. Um, like all the jewelry that I got from my second grade class that was like given to me at my mom's funeral, he stole a pond. I got like a PS one for oh, my dad. Okay. Like yeah. I used to have a PS one. I was so excited because oh, yeah. like I that was the that. first big gift that like I remember getting and from that my shit dad. Was dope, was yeah. It not? And it had the SpongeBob game on it. Did you play um it was like a lizard, a gecko or something? Yes. Oh, yes. My I loved the that titties. Shit. And yes. he pawns it. Yeah. I was like, for what? A fuck a buck fifty? He, he literally. Wow. Literally to go buy some beer some bush light like mm. then that yikes 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 obviously karma got him but meanwhile while all that was going on man but with that being said i was able to learn like from how they felt and like see it outside looking in like hey like my partner's not supposed to do those things that like, it was happening to my grandma so and i told jackie if i if you ever see me you know 
Sometimes I ask some shit when you need to. Mm -hmm. He does. Like, hey, you're being a bitch. Yeah. You need to lay off. And of course, in the moment, I'm probably irritated and I don't want to hear that. But I need to be, like, there needs to be a code word. Yeah, like, girl, go take a walk. Energy. Hey, check your energy. You're a cunt. I do that. Like, no lie. Like, I I have to do it to Jackie. He has to do it to me. I have to do it to the girls. Like, Mm -hmm. but the thing about me is I don't like micromanaging anybody oh no not me either adults children i only really want to get it back yeah i really only want to worry about myself but that's not the position that i put myself in so yes. now i have to you know be responsible and it's a lot like for example and, that's, and i think that ties into the the gentle parenting and our parents not taking the time to explain anything to us they just didn't have the self-awareness to even know that that was a possibility exactly i can't tell my kid hey go clean your room but never show them how to clean it exactly and i didn't know that for the longest time i was like what the fuck do you mean just same when i was spanking charlie for being a toddler like wow yeah i was a dumb ass when i now that i look mm -hmm. back on it i have i'm like obviously i feel guilty but all i can do is like everything i can to correct that and not you know, obviously, I'm I'm against the whole spanking unless you absolutely need it. I'm gonna threaten you with a spanking, so oh, yeah. you maybe won't do it. But I'm also gonna take the time to explain to you why you don't need to be doing these things. Right, it's for a reason. Like, you mean to tell me that I'm gonna go to work and if I spell something at work that someone's gonna beat my ass? Exactly, and that's why I was so scared that time in middle school when I spilled whatever it was because of how. I was reacted to at home when I would make mistakes. It and was like uh, I was hyper-focused on not making mistakes yeah. and being perfect. And when I would make a mistake, I would take it so critically. Like, I would cry. I would just beat myself up. And I noticed that Charlie, you know, she was doing that. She still kind of does it. And I'm like, girl, it's fine. You know, brush it off. Don't let it get under your skin. I'm repairing that same damage with ethan and ezra now and it sucks so bad because like i would get so upset us internally like having to realize that we made those mistakes and and now correcting them Mm -hmm. like i feel so guilty and i i have conversations with them all the time it's like hey like i know that i did this wrong and i'm sorry and here's how i'm gonna correct it but just so you know like that wasn't okay and if i do it again please let me know yeah having to like just reframe and just redirect like the way that you like speak to someone like that is a really mm-hmm. hard thing to do when my you've been mom conditioned was literally my first bully and i was becoming charlie's first bully until i realized what i was doing and how it was making her feel and not only me because apparently i have i'm an infj personality type and that's mm-hmm. like two percent of the world so it's like the rarest of the rare and we're like truly empaths like i can put like if something traumatic happened to you i can put myself in your shoes and like feel your pain yes and it fucking sucks i'm the same way and i cry and i think about it like i was literally telling you earlier this week because i'm pmsing i was thinking about the fact that like i'm so thankful to be born in this time with all of this technology the same shit happens to me all the time i'll just be especially if i take like a microdose or something and i'm outside i'll just be like super like emotional like holy shit i'm just so 
Gratitude is the attitude. Yes, I think about that and I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm not. I can't believe I have the opportunity to change what I went through and make it into something better. Exactly. Like, I think about, like, what, like, I hate that. Oh my God, I'm about to cry. I hate that all of these things, like, happen to me. But they had to. But thank God that they did because Mm -hmm. now that they're happening, I'm able to. Awareness. Exactly. Like, it feels. It's unfair. Mm. It's like kind of cruel in a way, but what you take out of it and what you make with that is the the silver lining. Yeah, you know? like I could definitely lay down and be like, hey, all of this bad shit that White has happened to me, it. like I'm done. I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be anything. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed yeah, and yeah. not get up anymore. But like at the end of the day, like, yeah, I've known people that, that have done that. <laughs> I don't want to be a mom anymore, so I'm just not. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I wish it was that easy for everybody, damn. Like, but why? Like, how Like, how do you hold someone in your arms and carry them for nine months and do all of these things and really, like, and give them away? It's like, you know, and I don't know if it's all mental illness or if it's... Selfish. Yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely would love... It's definitely mental illness, though, for sure. I would love for someone, not necessarily who has done that, because I know that there are particular situations where you have to disassociate yourself, Mm -hmm. like adoption, surrogacy, all of that. But I want to talk to someone who, who has been in this particular scenario where their mental health was like, I can't take care of my kids and i want to know like do you want them back did you have to fight for them back or is that an active thing are you taking the steps to get better so you can be a parent to your kids or do you just not give a fuck because what i want to ask you is like how this has affected you like trauma wise long term because that's important to talk about that a lot of people don't talk about and they're like oh well that happened to so and so and they're fine well it just depends on how they coped with it and how um i don't know it's a, there's a bunch of different factors in it but for me it just made me have major trust issues with everyone because your own parents can abandon you and anyone can oh yeah major self-esteem issues um you know, I was insecure for a really long time until I went to therapy and realized, like, that's, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with you. You don't yeah. have anything to be insecure about. Like, if you're honest and you're not a piece of shit, then pretty much that's it. So, essentially, having that parental abandonment and the dynamic that you guys had mm-hmm. created a bad dynamic for you and charlie that you had to correct mm-hmm. later on that took work and therapy and self-awareness and still, still to this day all that it's still yeah it's still happening it's not an overnight thing yeah you don't just make the decision okay i'm just gonna be done with this because that's not how it works i get triggered nearly daily and how old are you 31 and charlie how just turned seven so you were yeah 24 when you became a mom so six years after being on quote on your own being an adult mm-hmm. and that was still affecting you mm-hmm. so and it still does and it's uh, probably always will i don't imagine it never not affecting me 
but it's how I deal with it and yeah. the emotions that it brings up in me to where I don't project onto my daughter when it has nothing to fucking do with her. Right. Exactly. It's not fair. Yeah. And that's something that's like not talked about enough that we like we as parents, I don't want to destroy my daughter's self esteem because I don't know how to how to emotionally regulate myself. Like, yeah. That's just like you have to do the work like you can't continue to project mm-hmm. i feel that and, and it's I, a hard thing to do i respect that a lot like a lot of people don't take the time to repair what has been done to them emotionally and they use the excuse of oh that happened to me so i can't but you don't like you are very much like hey like i want to proactively change this behavior in my life because strong women lead strong women mm-hmm, pretty much. Yeah. i'm not gonna make it a pity party and blame it on somebody else oh fucking well yeah that happened to me and this is what i'm doing with it right so now you have nothing against me you can't do you know what i mean like, yeah i am taking accountability i am owning up to the shit that i've been through and what i've done and now i'm gonna change it's it it's not that hard exactly and now that it's changed if but, i slip yeah. okay and then i'll correct it i'll i i recognize it so i'm gonna correct it and move forward mm-hmm. but you can't acknowledge the behavior and continue to do the same thing over and over that's again that's manipulation i've seen that happen quite a few times that's Even what everyone life. does yeah quite a few quite often it's not just i promise i'll get better let me I apologize will show up. and then actually not do it again like hey they're i'm gonna just, show up to your game i'm gonna be there at practice they're pacifying you. yeah they're exactly pacifying you and not following through 110 percent. their word and that's literally all man man and women men and women have is your word can i ask you something this may be triggering though so i'm ready to be triggered <laughs> i stay triggered what the fuck um so has your mom like made any sort of effort at all to repair no she does not give a fuck no accountability whatsoever i mean she said sorry but it wasn't a a sincere apology because she continued to do the shit that she was doing okay i don't know she's Mm. just she's a strange lady god we can bring my uh little well my middle sister my little sister gracie on see get her her pov of the of her growing up with her because yeah. I wasn't there. Oh yeah. See, that's something that you and my mother-in-law have in common. Um, I won't tell too much of her story because I would love for her to be but able she just to didn't talk about grow it. up with her siblings. Yeah. Um she was dropped off as a newborn at essentially her stepmom's house. Oh, okay. And was like, here you go. I don't know the whole dynamic. I don't believe that they that that was her stepmom at the time yet. I believe that it was a neighbor, and she was just like, "Here you go," and that neighbor eventually ended up marrying her dad and started like helping him raise all of the kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't. It's very very odd. But um, your TikTok that you made about like your mom and her just still talking shit like that similar scenario like happened to uh my mother-in-law with her mom her biological mom doing that with her sister and just gave her like all this information that she just talks about her and i'm like 
as a mom, like, what's the point? I would never want my kids to think that they're like talking bad about them or in any like negative way. But we're seeing it more and more often where even on social media, moms of adult children. The reason why my mom is mad is because she knows we're all fucking right. Mm, Yeah. We're telling the truth and she's just digging her hole because she's not going to ever fess up. And that's the same thing with her. It's like, okay, the only people. We all know we were there. Exactly. The only people that they talk about are the people who call them on their shit. So Mm. it was essentially like. And all the people. Usually, I'm going to say most 99.8% of the time, everybody who does that is the common denominator in all their own fucking problems. Yes, exactly. that's the case, move around. (laughs) Amen. Absolutely. 110%. 110%. And I think that that's like a good call out too is when someone is acting this way, speaking about you this way, but they've apologized. It's not a sincere apology. It's not changing. Let's move on. Yeah. Fuck them. Now, all right. So real quick, we got another anonymous question on our telling them. Telling them, yep. Yep. So I wanted to talk about it in our last little bit. Um, Oh, also, to anybody that figures out that I'm doing OF again, don't judge me. I know I said I wasn't going to do it again, but um, I said, fuck it. Hashtag plug. (laughs) I'm just going to try. And if any, uh, here's a little disclaimer, too. If anybody's, if you are in a relationship and you're not supposed to be on there, don't come. I'm really just trying to get the females to come. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No coming allowed on Kelsey's OF, period. No, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) be... A good, good person. No, just be a good partner. Like, hey, like, if this is a side hustle that um, you're wanting to support or venture in, definitely feel free to message her about that. Um, Is it that one? The one at the top? But anyways, yeah. yeah. um, Just, uh, y'all mind your own business. It's not a big deal. (laughs) I'm not, you know, I'm not really banking on anything too great to pop off. But if you want to go support I'd greatly appreciate it. I love that, by the way. (laughs) I'm Um, I'm done now. I, like, rearranged my stuff, so I gotta figure out where. Oh, so cute! Is it in here? I need to do mine, too. Mm -hmm. Mine's still very Halloween fall. And I gotta update our page, too. Any advice on not feeling insecure because partner cheated in previous relationship? I think that is definitely something that has to be discussed. Like, so for me, um, yeah, like whenever me and Jackie got together, I was like, listen, I've been cheated on and I've cheated on people. Just so you know. Yeah. And how did he take that? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Fine, I guess. I think it took him a little while to work through, obviously, because he was probably a little bit sus. Right. Like, okay, well, it makes me any different, but I don't know. He just is. Yeah, like, you guys have that communication. Like, you guys talk through that where he told you, like, hey, like, I don't like that. And Uh then you were like, okay, cool. Well, I'll take care of it. Yeah. No big deal. And it just wasn't. And I think that's the biggest thing is having communication and having compromise. If you're saying, like, hey, like, certain situations or scenarios make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Then awesome. But what I I don't think is okay is you can't control someone else's 
behavior. You can't tell mm-hmm. them like, oh, well, if you've got so-and-so sitting with you at work, you better get up and walk away. Or, <laughs> Don't you dare wear that V-neck red sweater that I like or I'm right. going to get you. Like, no, like, so weird like you can't do that. But like you can express some uncomfortability. So for me, me the way that I read that is like, so a lot of people know this. Daniel and I were divorced and got back together because he cheated on me. So I didn't know that. Yeah, we it's were news to me. Yeah, we we're chilling, vibing for a little bit, and uh, old boy cheated. And for me, it happens, but it shouldn't have. Yeah, right. But like, I had caught it, and at the time, like, we were very unhealthy. I caught it. He essentially was like, "That never happened," and just like gaslit me. So I left. I was like, "Cool, fat bit," and mm-hmm. I did like no big deal to me because for me i feel like if you're gonna do that to me then like i and like not own it to try to change then like we have nothing to work through right i can't respect anybody that won't just be like well yeah i did <laughs> i thought did my yeah. bad but like again like i understand a lot of situations i'm very very compromising i myself have been drunk and a little loosey goosey and understanding yeah of- everyone's kiss the wrong person like oh i thought you were my whoops turn around i'm sorry um but um so then when we decided that we were going to get back together it it was a few years it wasn't like four months later two months after that of course he asked several times like begged 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 begged, begged. no no thanks babe i don't think i'm uh-uh, no, because I, I I needed to see it for myself, um, yeah, and he did. He he lost a uh, hundred pounds. He created a routine for himself. He did really well. And then I was like, okay, but I had to set the boundary. I had to set the groundwork of like I mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with you and if that, being in if certain. If you do scenarios. that, and the person that you're setting those things with doesn't agree or doesn't want to do those things then you don't have to be in a relationship it's totally okay Mm -hmm. and that's what i said i was like i'm not trying to be controlling but i'm not going to put myself through the same scenario again prove to me that you actually want this and then we got remarried february of last year and it's been great and you openly communicate now 100 percent. i um of course, there are times where I'm definitely feeling insecure as someone whose weight has fluctuated, been cheated on, um, not just by Dan, but um, by others in the past. Like, it created a really getting, big thing um, with me. shittily by your own family. Oh, yeah. Also do wonders. 110%. 110%. So, I had to realize that, like, no matter what, their actions have nothing to do with me. If he's going to cheat again or whatever that has everything to do with him and no skin off my back babe because like there's a line out the door like Mm -hmm. this guy asked me he was like are you having applications for a side piece yet because i've been waiting on my turn for like three years (laughs) okay i'm sorry you don't have to keep waiting um yeah um well legally (laughs) the position is filled um with daniel he's all his all him um but i do appreciate it and we just laughed really really hard because that's not something that i personally am into um yeah i'm just not into it but um but if i ever were obviously i feel like i can handle it i feel like i you know i feel like i probably daniel's secure enough to let you like 
show off as if like oh 110 percent oh we have that in common in our relationship because jackie is all for get your bag yeah loves that shit he loves reading the compliments and all that and i'm just like i mean okay that's literally why like whenever i was like oh i just i don't think i can do that which everybody was like that had nothing to do with you like you shouldn't let that deter you from like yes that's what i was trying to tell you like Like, whenever mm. yeah whenever everyone didn't really say anything i was just like oh well okay i guess we'll give hobeck another shot yeah no absolutely (laughs) absolutely absolutely i think that that and like get your bag like and you feel confident and when it starts to and you not serve have a secure you relationship exactly That's what I was about to get at. you have to have a secure relationship to be able to do something like that you mm-hmm. know and them just trust you and not be like constantly worried Ooh. about you know what I'm are you gonna run off with the guy yeah, who's yeah. giving you three dollars like what the <laughs> fuck right. like no and i yeah. would see that too i would see like um I joined a few forums um, of like how-to guides of how to promote like your stuff. Yeah, it is hard because again, like I, I personally don't want to see a picture of like your kids' kindergarten graduation and then your ass in the next post. Like that's that's just me. So, so like (laughs) how how to avoid that is what like I was really trying to find, and I would see girls like constantly being like, how. my boyfriend feels secure he thinks that this guy who tipped me eight dollars wants to be with me and it's like duh he wants to be with you but the point is is that it's virtual it's eight dollars what are you gonna do other than get some mcnuggets and a large diet coke with that like (laughs) and and you can't make anyone else feel any better now you can't even i'm gonna need more than eight dollars babe you're only getting a five piece dollar a day to subscribe to my stuff Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> this mean, is premium ass. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's people Subscription out there asking for way more than that. I oh. A dollar a day, I felt like it was pretty, um, I don't know, generous. Nice. Generous, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I. Let me get this eye bleed. Oh, God. I love those. No, I don't. I hate when I like wake up with those every morning. I wasn't even um, a secure person until I got with Jackie. Yeah. Yeah, pretty oh. much. Me and him, we've done a lot of work on each other. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm more confident now than I've ever been in but my entire life. That's how I was two years ago. I mean, I'm getting more confident now, but two years or a year ago, I was really feeling myself. <laughs> and I had no reason. I'm, girl, what were you doing? But, like, now that I'm coming into, like, my routine and I've been doing stuff, like, I totally understand. And I, for me, it had everything to do with the way that I spoke to myself. Like Daniel can tell me all the time, like, you're so beautiful. You're so great. And I'm like, God, like, shut up. Same with me. I'm like, yeah, why are you, it's almost been six years. Why Why are are you you saying this? Obsessed with me. Like, you're not tired of my shit yet. I don't piss you off ever. Yeah. Boy, I want to know. Get up. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's the same way with me. But, it had everything to do with like but when I, I was feeling, feeling that myself, way. Oh, and then they're hyping me up. I'm like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's I know right. how to get a bag, don't I? <laughs> don't I? And I know so, how to make yeah, a bitch mad, to, don't I? Like, one hundred percent. I have to be feeling myself to be taking compliments. Yes, 
110%. I'm the same way. And for me, like, that's when I am the most kind to myself is when I am feeling myself. Like, it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with my weight. It and has nothing to do with my makeup, anything. very positive. You're mm-hmm. a positive mindset and mood and you're grateful and it's just, it all bleeds into each other. Oh, 100, yeah, 110%, which and is what I'm saying about Coach B. And whenever you're happy and you're shining and you want to see other females happy and successful and, you know, you're hyping them up, like, it's such a whole better thing than being a fucking bitter-ass bitch. And I think that that kind of goes along with, like, karma, too, is, like, when you act a certain kind of way or you put that out into the universe, you're not understanding what you're really doing. No. Especially That's just gonna mollywop your motherfucking ass in the back mm, of your head. You ain't even know. Mm, you're not gonna know what hits you. What I think is always, like, so but, dookie is the people that will go out of their way to be, like, yeah, that person's gonna get theirs. You're getting yours. F you. On a situation <laughs> that has like nothing to do with or it. Or a situation that they created for themselves. It's like, okay, well. I'm- like, you are my, like, you are the karma. Okay. Like, you're doing that. And now here you are still stuck in the same situation. I would say, mind your own fucking business. Live yeah. your own life. And if you would do that, then I think maybe a lot of shit would go a little bit better. My friend. I don't know. And her partner, I won't get off too many details, but my friend and her partner had a third. And they, um, this is a lot like why I will never be in a throuple relationship. Or sharing yeah. any type of way. No, 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 no. Not that I'm even into it, but um, yeah, for sure. Th- this whole dynamic is what scares me is that they were in a throuple. The non OG gal got pregnant or claimed to be pregnant because she wanted the guy to leave the OG wife. You should have never started that mm. shit because somebody wasn't being honest. Exactly. Exactly. So basically, it all came out that the like third girl was lying, yada, 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 and they cut it off with her. And I'm like, great, awesome. Well, then the friend starts texting my friend, the OG wife, and is like, I hope you know that if you ever talk to her or do this again, I'm going to do this, this, and this to you guys, and I'm your worst nightmare, and I'm your karma, and I'm like, babe, babe, if you're going out of your way to text someone and say that, like, you're their karma, first of all, you're insinuating some type of harm is being done to them, and that's a violent threat. I perceive threat. that as a threat, and that's a, a, a chargeable offense. And if you want to say something, or if do you want to be my karma, face. just do that. Just do that. But just do won't. it to me. But you won't. Like, you won't. We'll I love that. We gotta make a jingle. I bet you won't. Uh, I bet you won't. Yeah, that's already a song. Yeah, never mind. Why can't we put in snippets of songs in our podcast? We need to do that to make it funny. Licensing. That'll do it. There's actually a whole job, uh, a whole department of like major companies that go in and they look for a copyright infringement. Small business owners, please make sure that you buy your licensing. When you buy something from Etsy, ask them if you are a reseller. Just a tip from a reseller make sure that they include the resale license it is a little bit more expensive but that's so you don't get hit Mm -hmm. for anything print or anything like let's say disney or like the um mm -hmm. you have to buy the rights in order to be able to do that okay well i bought um 
tattoo rights to this girl's art that I want tattooed on me. I oh, nice. A tattoo ticket from her so I can get her art tattooed on me. That's so, who is that? Um, Meg's, Meg's Art Glitter, I think is what it is on Instagram. Let me look it up. But she drew this really Shout cute. Shout out. Yeah, really cute garlic mold. And I was like, dude, I have to have that tattooed on me. That's cute. How nice of you to even like ask her too to be like, hey, like I want I to get this. Out to her and was like, I need your art there are people. Me. Oh my god, obsessed. Told you, Meg M E G Z is in zebra, N is in Nancy. Glitter. She her. Go check her out. Hundred K. Please um, treat Megs. That's so cool. Um, but she does all kinds of just cute little. You know, feminine, whatever all this stuff is. I will see where people will um, get obsessed. a tattoo from a picture I'm or reference online. That style, yes, art and garlic. And I was like, well, this one that is perfect for you. Like that's perfect for me, very much so. And it kind of goes along with the moon that I have on the back of my arm because she's got a female face. Like oh, cute! Profile. Have you ever seen it? Uh, uh-uh. uh. You probably never paid attention. No. I'll show you. I got this one done by uh, Sandman. Oh, nice. He did a few of mine. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's La cute. Luna. That's La Luna. I have a, I have a moon. That's my chart ruler. That's, oh, nice. And that, those lines with the stars, that's my constellation in the stars. Cancer. I got a moon tattoo on my leg, but she fucked up the stars really bad, actually. Oof, they look it. like, <laughs> they look so bad. And But um, I, however, I haven't been wanting to get, like, any work done for a while. Right. All so, I want is that little garlic mold and keep going on the backs of my legs. Like, above it. my ankles or above my Achilles. Not on my calf, you know what I mean? Like, in between my Achilles and my calf. There's two people that I really, really want to go to, Blake or he's amazing. Uh, and I haven't been to him yet. And I really want to go to, I don't want to call it a sweet mate because I don't know what they call it at their shop, but Kelsey um, is their mentor, main person who opened up the shop. Kelsey does probably the most incredible portrait work realism that i've ever seen and i I, like um the traditional that's blake he's very 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 into that so i definitely want to try like but i want to wait until like i have what wait what i want in mind because i'm ready to get my legs finished and my stomach finished Mm -hmm. (laughs) because old maleficent there she's ugly she took a beat. I have I, ha- I have some <laughs> self-awareness to understand that, like, hey. that's not a good-looking tattoo. The, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it up close and personal or anything. All I know is that you have it. Yeah. And that you've gotten pregnant since you've had it. And it still looks damn good. Okay. And I got it colored. But it's a design. It's not anything to do with the quality of work. It's the design. I wish I would have thought out more so before because that just wasn't right. I shouldn't have gotten... Maleficent's face, head on. on. No, (laughs) no. Her horns are like your fallopian tubes. Literally. So when I danced, I was called the girl with the devil pussy every fucking time because Because of the horns coming out of my pants. 
Oh it was God. so embarrassing. Oh, well. The humility. Everybody needs a little. I've had plenty, and I'm going to have, I'm sure, tons more. The girl with the devil puss. Yeah. I want her. I want the redhead. Yeah. You know, the one with the devil on her puss. <laughs> okay, I need to stop saying that. That's oh, so gross. Man. All right. So we are running out of time. I want to thank you guys for coming back every single week. It has really been an awesome experience. And, like, as we're continuing to, like, know more and grow more like we're having more brought to the table and we're growers not showers uh, amen <laughs> a fucking men <laughs> but keep liking us on facebook following us on instagram two without a clue kale and kels um and also as well telling him super awesome i'm going to edit the highlight that we have on our instagram but keep it up the questions the commentary has been amazing and i love it and i want to continue the open dynamic that we have um yeah for sure it's been awesome so as we are getting our guest list prepared for 2023 um what do you think a good goal is like one guest a month i think that would be a really cool thing to do yeah probably so we're gonna kind of get that formatted and ready as we're closing out the year and again well thank you guys thanks y'all you've been amazing for sure have a great week bye bye